Oh, g'day everyone. My name's Frankie Walnut. I was born when my mother gave birth to me and I've lived all my life. Last week I talked a bit about how I came to be born in the small town of Allera, in a small toilet of a small cafe, owned by a small-minded little woman called Hester Brereton. But this week I'd like to tell you about how I was conceived. I don't want to talk about it in a sex education way, I mean that might be awkward. I remember when my dad tried to sex educate me. Um, we were watching the show Man About the House on TV and I heard the man on the show, George Roper, say the words, hanky-danky. And I said to Dad, what is this hanky-danky? And Dad said, it's not hanky-danky, it's hanky-panky. And I said, oh, what's hanky-panky? And he goes, you know, hanky-panky, it's sex. And I said, oh, what's sex? And he said, well, it's kind of like pigs, you know. And I said, how? How is it like pigs? And Dad said, it's like how the man pig chases the woman pig around the yard and then he catches her and goes, whoa. And I said, the man pig chases the woman pig around the yard and then catches her and then, whoa. And he goes, yeah. And then he stood up and walked out into the backyard and climbed up a tree and just sat up there eating grapes. And every time I went out and went near the tree to ask him a question, he'd spit a grape seed at me. Sex education, it can be awkward. Anyway, uh, my mum first met my dad uh, when mum was 17 and dad was 19. Dad's school went on an excursion to the Ellera Post Office. You know, my dad was... uh, doing grade 10 for the fifth time at that point he he said he'd hit the glass ceiling he didn't mind though he liked school he was the coolest kid there he he even drove the school bus for a part-time job he used to go drinking every weekend with his geography teacher who he called Mr Howard at school and Dennis at the pub once Dennis Howard gave him a detention for not buying around and it was his turn Yeah, Dad may not have been good at school, but he was not stupid. He just hated rules. The rule he hated the most was the I before E except after C rule. He said it was rubbish. What about beige, he'd say. What about weird? Yeah, so he was a bit of a rebel. Meanwhile, my mum's working at the Allera Post Depot sorting mail. She left school when she was 15. It was a golden era of post before people discovered the email. And my mum was showing great promise to go a long way. Her name was Genevieve then too, not mum. And her boss man was a guy called Morrie Fairmont. Morrie was a bit strange. Every November he'd grow a moustache for no apparent reason and then shave it off in December. This was years before Movember so it really stood out. Anyway, his natural facial hair was really patchy. I think he had mange or something, and so he tried to beef it up by uh, getting the Velcro strip out of his rip curl wallet, and he cut it up into little bits and then glued them to his face. Uh, Mum said it looked like a piece of buttered bread someone had dropped face down in a barber's shop. Every day for lunch, Murray would eat one whole catfish, and uh, whenever he got a bone, he'd say, Oh, that's got bones in it. And uh, then look at my mum, knowingly. You see, Morrie had developed a bit of a crush on Mum. What he'd do was he'd write these little messages to her, 
by getting a letter and then writing on the back of it. And then on the front of it, he would put the wrong postcode. So my mum would be sorting through the post and she'd find a letter with the wrong postcode, turn it over to see who the sender was and there would be Maury's messages. In the beginning, they just said innocent things like, nice weather today and hi there. But gradually they got more suggestive and said things like, hello attractive female and you have an acute case of acute face. Now my mum was young and naive then and was afraid if she complained to someone she might lose her job. This had been going on for a couple of months when one day she got a letter with the wrong postcode on it that looked different to the others. This one had little cartoons of penguins holding balloons on it. So she turned it over and sure enough there's a message on the back. It said, open the letter and things will get better. Now mum was at a crossroads because absolutely the first thing they teach you at Australia Post is never, ever, ever open other people's mail unless you think it's a terrorist one with anthrax in it. So mum was torn, because here she was, with her boss's handwriting, practically ordering her to open a letter, and the uh, rules of Australia Post forbidding her to do so. It was like a postal Sophie's choice. So she looked around the room, there was no one there. She held up the letter to the light, but she couldn't see anything. So she breathed on the envelope, and managed to get one corner open with the steam from her breath, thinking she could reseal it. She peeled away the edge with her thumbnail, but then her hand slipped, and she ripped the whole thing wide open. This big diamond ring fell out and clattered onto the floor, and then it rolled off and under a filing cabinet. Just then, Maury Fairmont comes round the corner, leading my dad's class around on their school excursion. He says, this is where we sort the mail. And here's the lovely Genevieve. (laughs) And if she spotted a letter today with an incorrect postcode, I think we might all be in for a treat. Why Murray thought it was a good idea to propose to someone in front of a high school excursion, we'll never know. Maybe it was just the closest he could get to being one of those people who do it at a big sporting event or on TV game shows or something. My mum was stunned. She didn't know what to do. The whole class at 10A looked on. Mum was about to burst into tears when she looked up and locked eyes with a chap who had the most amazing bleached bum part she'd ever seen. It was my dad, Ronnie Walnut. He tossed his hair and winked at her. Under her desk, she felt her hand crumple up the envelope. She looked Maury in the eye and said, No, Mr Fairmont, no incorrectly labelled letters today. Maury Fairmont never did find out what happened to that engagement ring. Maybe it's still under the filing cabinet at the Ellera Post Depot. Years later, my dad found out off Maury's cousin that the reason he ate catfish every day was because he was saving up to buy mum that engagement ring. He'd spent every weekend fishing for catfish in the Condamine River. He lived on the stuff. Oh yeah, and how was I conceived? Well, Mum and Dad just snuck off to the school bus during Mum's lunch break and had a route. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've been doing this a lot this week. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed that one, another episode in my life. Uh, I've got uh, a gig tonight at the Byron Bay Beach Hotel, if you're listening on Friday, November 8th. 
which it is today. Uh, it's free. I'm playing with some some hip bands, some real hip young bands there, the rock and roll uh, people. It's free entry. I'm opening for them. I don't know what they'll make of me, but uh, I'll either see you there or I won't. Uh, and uh, have a great weekend. See you later.